when you project into the future mm. <laughs> what do you see for for for, for Deborah yeah. uh and and what you're doing now mm. or what you project mm. to do yeah. into yeah. into into the future yeah it's an interesting question i think um i'm not yet finished at dignitas yeah <laughs> um so interestingly having kind of begun to achieve this 2022 goal we're now looking towards the next five years and you just finished um, for years yes yeah at dignitas right um so our conversation at dignitas yeah. is really kind of coming together around this kind of mantra of from shaping schools to shaping systems okay so recognizing that in our kind of traditional capitalist mindset of growth mm -hmm. it's always about more clients more profit more partners more schools mm -hmm. but recognizing also in the education sector that's a very unsustainable route to growth mm. and actually does it help you achieve what you want to achieve mm. do you form this like parallel um operation to what the government is doing where it's relying on dignitas being on the ground is that really healthy is that mm. really what we want mm. or is scale within the education sector where the government is your biggest provider mm. and in a capitalist mindset your biggest competitor which mm. is ridiculous mm -hmm. you can't compete with government in the provision of education mm. <laughs> um and education has to stay as a public mm. good what do all those pieces mean for us as we think about scale mm. and so it's becoming a conversation for us of how we leverage the programming that we do to learn to build evidence to build insight to build partnerships that allow us to influence the system in a way that will benefit children that we'll never reach physically mm, mm. um and so that's where this kind of mantra of from shaping schools to shaping systems is is coming from mm -hmm, and recognizing mm -hmm. that our future growth as dignitas will most likely be crafted around, around that. leveraging that program work mm. to shape the system mm. um and and to we have some fantastic partnerships with mm. government and being mm. able to leverage those partnerships and mm. um, to co-create with government mm -hmm. um the solutions that our children mm. need mm. um Mm. recognizing that we're a small piece of the puzzle mm. um, and mm. that there are other players around But an important well. part I mean it's a it's a, a small piece of the puzzle small wall cog in the wheel but mm. an important part mm -hmm. in in, in that in that in yeah. that in that And puzzle. there are very few people advocating for the role of school leaders and the importance yeah. of education workforce yeah. Yeah. So so we believe that is a big piece of the solution mm. Mm. Um, and we're trying to raise our voices as much yeah. as possible around yeah. that just like uh, practitioners in the healthcare mm -hmm. when you're talking about a health system you talk a lot about many health finance health uh, infrastructure health workforce and the health workforce is imp as important <laughs> as anything else absolutely. so is the yeah, absolutely uh, school yeah. school force yeah. uh, school yeah. workforce yeah and yeah. even leadership and, mm. and how do we How do we select leaders within our education system? How mm. do we prepare them? Mm. How do we support them? And mm. um, there's huge gaps in all of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And transforming leadership mm. within mm. our education sector, mm. even at the very basic school mm. level, mm. would turn things on its head. Mm. So the systems. Um, yeah, yeah. And globally, mm. It, mm. it's shown that investing in school leaders actually gives a great return on investment. Mm. So mm. It's a relatively small investment mm. for a relatively mm. big return. So you're taking that conversation. Um, at you're taking that conversation to scale absolutely advocating yeah. for it and, yeah. and 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 all right so you're not done with um a dignitas at all you're you're continuing fully <laughs> yeah. and and uh other things for debra so i mean it's interesting um 
they're always so well, I think first of all I, I have chosen to consistently be engaged on boards and, and various organizations in, in different ways mm -hmm. and so um, have continued to serve on the board of Vision Africa, which mm -hmm. is now Raising Futures Kenya. They, mm -hmm. they rebranded, mm -hmm. um, uh, sit on one or two other boards, um, one from Singhi Trust, which is an, organize, an organization focused on the crossroads of faith, advocacy and mm -hmm. justice. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm engaged with other organizations that focus on youth and leadership. Mm. So continuing to kind of pay it forward mm -hmm. through, through those boards mm. um, and support advisory positions mm. um, just to, to share my mm. journey and experience mm. and not that I have all the answers mm. but just mm. a willingness to walk with mm. people mm. Um, so that continues to open up new and interesting conversations mm. all the time mm. um, I think the big decision points for us actually come at a family level over the next couple of years mm. um, and choices around children's education mm. and all the rest of it mm. um, and then this ongoing I, I think narrative and discourse that that's always been kind of the backdrop to my career of um at this point in my career who who do i want to work for mm. and, and with whose whose agenda do i want to give voice to mm. um and what would it mean for example to work with some of the bigger kind of very influential agencies mm. who embody a lot of what i don't believe in mm. Mm. <laughs> um, or, or how does it work to, to continue to to serve and give um, to a, a real justice-driven mm. um, piece of the development puzzle. Mm. Um, and so I wouldn't say I necessarily have the next steps figured mm. out. Mm. I think mm. it, it's an ongoing process mm. with, with the same mm. moving pieces in mm. some way, this, mm. this pursuit of, mm. of justice mm. uh, and mm. trying to figure out my place mm. in it all as mm. we go. Mm. Um, at some point, I'd love to do my PhD, mm. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a huge demand on, on time and yeah. everything else. So I don't know. It yeah. is the, the short answer is we'll wait and see, but <laughs> one step at a time. Yeah. And yeah. I look forward to maybe what, 10 or 15 years having a conversation mm. again and looking mm. at looking back again mm. now in in retrospect, we we connect the dots looking backwards. Mm. And I think what you've done today is connect these dots looking mm. backward from Ireland to Scotland <laughs> and, and the many the many years yeah. in between and uh, what a life, what a legacy, <laughs> what footprints you have had in, in life, uh, both at uh, personal and at, uh, at, at, uh, in the development, in the education field. Um, and thank you so much for sharing your time. I give you the last honor to, <laughs> to, to, to close it and mm. to give your closing remarks. Maybe <laughs> there's anything specific you like, that's the direct okay. camera. Uh, any parting words of wisdom? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all, thank you. Thank you so much. Most um, welcome. It's been such a huge privilege to sit here and share. Um, and a privilege to have even been able to walk this journey. Um, so hugely grateful for, for the journey and all that, even the bad parts <laughs> and how they brought me to, to where we are today. Um, I think my parting shot, leadership matters. Um, whether it's in schools and the development sector, we need leaders who speak for justice and leaders who are focused on children and the opportunity those children deserve. And so we have to be intentional about nurturing that leadership about embracing that leadership even when it's uncomfortable mm. even when it's hard even when it feels like it maybe doesn't fit and <laughs> um, embracing the leadership we know we need 
for the longer term um, and to really ensure, as I say, all children have the opportunity to thrive and succeed. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And thank you so much.